Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Lydia Brown Ministries, where we have a conversation about faith and bringing revival to your life. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Brown Raphael. I am so excited for what God has in store for us today. I have been praying and He has put something in my heart and it is stirring and burning in me. I'm looking forward to getting right into it. But before I do, I just want to thank you again. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your love, your support, your prayers for this podcast. It has meant so much. We are getting testimonies from people around the world who are listening to this podcast and to God be all the glory for what he is doing in so many people's lives. And if you are one of those people, I want to ask you, write us, you know, message us, contact us through social media or the website. If God has done something for you by listening to this podcast, if you have a testimony, if you have a praise report, please share it with us. We would love to hear from you. You have been so supportive by paying this forward, sharing this podcast to your social media, with your friends, with your family, subscribing to the podcast, and even those of you who have left reviews. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. When God put this in our heart to do, we honestly were just hoping to be a blessing to a couple of people if we could. And we were just stepping out in faith and in obedience to what God was asking. And He has done exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. And to Him be all the glory. We have reached almost every continent. We have downloads almost in every state of the United States, and we are just so humbled and grateful that you are tuning in and that you are sharing it with people and that they are tuning in. And we want the Lord to have his way. This podcast from the very beginning has been a faith walk and spirit led, and that's what it always will be. So again, thank you. We love you and we appreciate you so much. I had to share that update with you because God is so, so good. And we we appreciate you and the part that you are playing in this. We are all in this together. So what God has put on my heart today, it is about the Holy Spirit and this generation. God is doing some great things among this generation. And just to be clear, this generation is not just young people. This generation is everyone that's alive on the earth right now. So it doesn't matter if you're a young person listening to me, a middle-aged person listening to me, or an elder person listening to me. God has a place for you and what he is doing in the earth right now. You know, we have discussed this, and I know that it is so true. We are living in the last days, and Jesus is coming soon. 
I have said it before and I'll say it again. God chose you to live in one of the greatest times of history. We have learned that you are called, that you have a purpose. You are unique from anyone in all of history and you are anointed. Amen. So what is God asking us to do with this information and what does he want us to focus on corporately in this hour? What is the mandate of this generation? I believe that we are going to experience revival in a way that mankind has never seen it before. I don't believe that it's just going to be in one place or through one person or through one ministry or a specific church or organization, but I believe that it is going to be among all of God's people and will cover the entire earth. You know, Habakkuk 2.14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Amen. I love this verse, and I know many of us have heard it before, and it is so true. This is a promise that I'm holding on to and that I believe God is happening in the earth because this is what is going to bring about change. God looked at all of the prophets of the Old Testament and all of the apostles, uh, all of the apostles of the New Testament, and he had them play the first four quarters of the game. And now it is our turn to play the last quarter of the game. And and here is the big deal. We have something that most of them did not have. We have the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said, it is to our advantage that he go away. Remember in John 16, 7, he said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. He will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. I truly believe that we are going to see miracles by the work of the Holy Spirit in our generation that many have never even seen before. I'm talking about a mighty move of God that draws the multitudes to Jesus Christ. You guys, it is revival time. I will keep on saying it because God is pouring out His Spirit on this generation. I want to take you back for a moment to where it all started. Um, The disciples were missing Jesus. He had just ascended to heaven and they were gathered together praying as they all had been under great persecution. Then God, he sends them the Holy Spirit and he he, he pours out a spirit on them. They were at the beginning of the last days and we are at the end. And it talks about this account in Acts 2, starting in verse 1, and I'm going to read from there. It says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, 
as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together, and they were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying, and they were looking at one another, and they said, Look, not all these who speak are Galileans. And how is it that we hear each of them in our own language in which we were born? It says that we are all speaking. All of these people were here and they were all speaking in their own tongues. People from all over. And they they were speaking in their own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Others mocking said, they are full of new wine. So, you know, here we are reading, you guys, this is when the Holy Spirit fell, and it was among all different types of people and languages, and some do not understand what's happening. They're saying they are, you know, they are full of of new wine, and Peter standing up with the 11 in verse 14, it says, he raised his voice and said to them, men of Judah and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood, fire, and a vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. I love this sermon from Peter, and I've shared this passage before, but I want to read on here with you guys today what he says in verse 22. He says, men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know. So Peter's saying, Jesus of Nazareth, he's the Christ. He came with the message and he preached the message and God confirmed the message by miracles and wonders and signs. You know, this reminds me of when Jesus told us, 
in the word, you know, he told us not to uh, follow after signs and wonders, but that signs and wonders would follow after us. He said that these signs would follow those who believe, that they would lay hands on the sick and see them recover. And he talked about the different signs and wonders that follow the believers, as we have discussed here before. But whenever we preach the message of Jesus Christ and him crucified, Signs and wonders will follow that message just like they followed Jesus and his message. And so Peter is telling them, men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, he, this was a man attested to you by God of miracles, wonders, and signs that God did through him in your midst, as you yourself also know. And he says in verse 23, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death. Hallelujah. Because it was not possible that he should be held by it. For David says concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face. For he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart rejoiced, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence." Men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried in his tomb and, and in his tomb with us to this day. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. He, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of the Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, of which we were all witnesses, therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and here. Hallelujah. Peter is preaching up a storm. This this sermon is so anointed. And, and listen here in closing what he says. For David did not ascend into heavens, but he says himself, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all of the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, is what the Bible says. And it's, and, and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? You know, maybe you're listening today and you feel the same thing. You you know, maybe you say, I, Lydia, you know, it's not that I 
you know, didn't believe in Jesus Christ or I rejected the message, but maybe I haven't been living for him like I should. Or maybe as you hear this this message and the anointing that is on what Peter's talking about and you're being drawn back to God and that fire is being rekindled in you or maybe it's being ignited in you for the very first time, whatever your situation might be, if you feel like these men did and they say, what shall we do and you're and you're saying what shall I do? It says that Peter told them the solution was in verse thirty eight, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Hallelujah. God is calling you. God has given you something that even many people in the Bible that were used in mighty ways did not have. He has given you the power of the Holy Spirit. See, I love to say God takes, and I was taught this by a mentor of mine that says God takes his super and puts it with our natural. And then that's when we see the supernatural take place. God is the super to our natural. The Holy Spirit is the super to our natural. And I'm, I'm just going to be real with you guys. I, I'm always that way. I always keep it real with you. That's the only way I know how to be. And I'm going to shoot it straight. Young people today are not looking for the next big program, for the next big event, for the next big game night, or all of the fancy lights and the fog machines and all of the fancy um, fashion and all of the, you know, all of the things that we can do in the natural to draw them in the latest fads not that they're not that those things are wrong not that there's not a place for fun or a place for programs or activities and there's nothing wrong with good packaging don't misunderstand me but if we think for one moment that we can compete with the world just based off of things in the natural we have mistaken we cannot compete with the world with anything but the Holy Spirit. We cannot compete with them with a good personality, with with a with a fancy conversation or a good il- illustration. The only thing that we can compete with the world and win with is the Holy Spirit and the anointing that is on the word of God, the anointing that is on prayer, the anointing that is on worship and praise, the anointing that is drawing in the lost 
by the power of the Holy Spirit, you guys. That's what young people are hungry for. They are hungry for a move of the Holy Spirit by His power in the church. They're hungry. They have a hole and a void in them, and they're looking for something to feel it. And the only thing that is going to feel it is the anointing of the Holy Spirit on His church being demonstrated through the fivefold ministry, through the ministry of helps, and through what the Lord asks for us to do and the assignments that He asks for us to fulfill. It is going to take the anointing of the Holy Spirit on us to reach the world. You know, I can remember as a young person, whenever I was involved in different youth groups and different conferences and different events, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt what had me going back to certain places and being involved with certain ministries and certain people was the anointing of the Holy Spirit on their life. It was the power of the Holy Spirit that was being demonstrated through their ministry that kept me wanting to, that it, it made me want to come back for more. It kept me coming back because I was hungry for more. I was hungry for more of God, for more of His power, for more of His glory, for more of His presence. I wanted to see revival among my generation in this nation and in the world. And it's only going to happen, not by might and not by power, but by the Spirit of the living God. And maybe you're listening to me right now and you say, Lydia, this is what I have been crying out for. This is what I have been searching for. This is what I've been looking for, praying for, believing for. I want to encourage you today. The hour is upon us. We are here. We are living in the time that God is pouring His Holy Spirit out among all of His people, among every age, among Every It doesn't matter if you're man, woman, boy, girl. God is pouring His Spirit out on you. And it is going to take the power of the Holy Spirit in this last days to bring in the hardest of hearts. It's going to take the power of the Holy Spirit in this last days to see transformation in the world. It is going to take the power of the Holy Spirit in this day and time for us to accomplish what is at hand for us to accomplish. It's been assigned by our Heavenly Father and mandated to us, to this generation, for this day, for this hour, and for this time. I want to encourage you that if you want to be a part of God pouring His Spirit out on this generation, and if you want to be a part of revival, if you are listening and you say, God, use me, I want to pray for you right now. Father, I lift up my friend. I lift up my friend that is listening right now, and I ask for you to anoint them with a fresh anointing. I ask for you to encourage, equip, and I ask for you in Jesus' name to restore places in them that maybe have been broken or discouraged. I ask 
ask, Father, that a fire would be ignited, that a flame would burn bright, God, that your Holy Spirit would not just rest on them, but he would abide in them and he would flow through them, that out of their belly would flow rivers of living water, that they would be your answer for the world today. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus that you would touch them right now, wherever they are listening from, whatever part of the world they are listening from and whatever they're doing right now as they are listening, I ask you, Father God, to touch them. I thank you for your grace that is on their life. I thank you that grace is the the empowerment by the Holy Spirit to do what is otherwise humanly impossible. So Father, I ask you to empower them. I ask you to grace them. I ask you to strengthen them for their race. I pray for grace for their race. And I thank you, Father God, that your spirit is being poured out upon them. I thank you, God, that you are putting them in a place of revival to be a part of what you're doing in the earth today. And I thank you, God, that you are are using them and their family and their children and their children's children and their world where they are right now. I thank you for meeting every need that they might have, and I bless them, spirit, soul, and body. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Oh, I'm so excited for what God is doing, for what the Holy Spirit is doing in this generation. Always remember that He, that Jesus, Jesus Christ, He is the answer for the world today. He is what people need. He is what people are looking for. And you hold the answer to what they need. And His name is Jesus Christ. So I want to tell you once again, as always, Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. It has been an honor to share with you today. If you will, take a moment to pay this forward by sharing this to your social media. And if you haven't already, I would also like to add, please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. With your help, we want to be a blessing to as many people as possible. Until next time, this is Lydia brown Raphael, and remember, Jesus is coming soon. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Lydia Brown Ministries. For more ways to connect with us, visit the links in the podcast description.